Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It's Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Having a good morning this morning. Gabe Ramirez in for Molly talking about a little bit of everything. Cubs, Sox. Talked about the Kansas City Chiefs parade tragedy. We talked about the Bulls losing last night. And now we're going to talk about the Super Bowl with Stacey Dales from the NFL Network. Joining us now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, CircaLasVegas.com. Good morning, Stacy. How are you? Good morning, David uh, and Gabe. I'm, I'm actually just really sad because uh, of what transpired yesterday and um, it's hard to make sense of it. You know, you have a, an incredible moment at the Super Bowl, and I, I, I apologize for my uh, nasal sound because I, I think I'm getting a bit of a cold after the long season, but mm-hmm. um, it just was senseless yesterday, and I, it's hard to uh, pick up the pieces after what happened. Well, I appreciate that, Stacy. That's honest, and I think it's a way a lot of people feel this morning, a little bit mixed because you're just coming off the high of covering a Super Bowl championship by the Chiefs, and then you're having yep. to, you know, very quickly, that, that's it's tragic. And you don't go to a parade expecting to uh, cover a shooting like that. One dead, 22 injured in the shooting. Just curious, as we discussed this this morning, and we just talked to mm-hmm. Alex Gold from 610 Sports in Kansas City, how do you feel this will affect the future of championship parades, if it will at all, because we heard from Brittany Mahomes and this will change the way Super Bowls wins feel moving forward. And you do wonder about the next one, whether it's an NHL Mm -hmm. team or NBA team in June or July. How do you think this will affect that, that tradition? Uh, It's, it's hard to imagine David that it will because you know, this, this has never happened right mm-hmm. after a celebration of this magnitude. And um, so I, I try not to like take my mind there, but uh, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words, to be honest, because <clears throat> when you, when you consider the magnitude of this and the celebration and, you know, I lost my brother a, a month ago. And I'm struggling with it. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, it's, it's just hard to put together words when it comes to something like this. And no, I know, Stacy. And look, condolences for your loss. We know what you were going through, and really appreciate your courage yeah. in coming on. And, and I don't want to go there necessarily if that's not where you want to go. I do think it's something that will be part of the discussion. It will be part of the aftermath. I mean, what I will agree. teams do yeah. and what is the responsible thing to do for communities because um, it didn't lead to a tragedy, but there was a shooting after the Nuggets celebration last June in Denver, and there will be concerns yeah. by local officials and liabilities that they have to consider and just the just the exposure that people will, will feel. So, yes, this is going to be difficult to process and deal with, and, and Kansas City will do its best because it's a proud community. 
and it hasn't happened before to this degree, so we wish them well. Let's talk football. So you covered the 49ers, and now we have now we have the reality that Kyle Shanahan wears the label <laughs> of being the best coach to never win a Super Bowl. He's fired yeah. his defensive coordinator. Steve Wilkes is a scapegoat. His fault, I guess. What was, what was your surprise level at number one, Steve Wilkes getting fired, and number two, Kyle Shanahan taking the ball in overtime? Yeah, I wasn't surprised, actually. Uh, I love Steve Wilkes, but um, when they moved him from David, the uh, basically up top to down below, um, so they had a transition midseason, basically, uh, you know, putting him on the field with the players. Like, it was a total scheme disaster, basically. Uh, so, I, like, I wasn't shocked by that. I was more shocked by the fact that, um, for the 49ers, they didn't win. Like, you know, you're finally back, and I spent the entire week with them. Like, it, I was incredibly impressed with their energy, their confidence. Like, I, I really firmly believed they were going to win going into that game, but, like, you can't pick against Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's he's he's the Michael Jordan of this day and age, you know, and – I really felt like between he and Kelsey, the storyline was so glamorous that the 49ers literally could not overcome it. And I just felt going into the game, I would say like 15 minutes before the before kickoff, the 49ers weren't going to win just because of the glamour of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And, and it's actually what happened. Shocking. And that's the thing I was saying leading up to the Super Bowl. Just, you know, you learn from Tom Brady. It's just you shouldn't bet against greatness. I guess the big question for me following the Super Bowl, Stacey, is is this going to be a situation where, like, Tom Brady, where the next year comes and everyone doubts the Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) again and then they just prove everyone wrong? Gabe, I completely agree with you. Like, it's you cannot pick against Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Like, you just can't. The irony is, like, I'm in Vegas, right? And we don't bet. We don't, like, gamble in the NFL. Like, we're not allowed to. I was not allowed to play a slot machine. But, like, you cannot pick against Patrick Mahomes. So, next year, if they're in it, you have to pick the Chiefs. Like, it's inevitable. It's, it's, (laughs) to me, like, when you're around Patrick Mahomes, like, there's an aura, and I would say Andy Reid as well. Like, there's an aura about them. It's like Phil Jackson and, and you know, Michael Jordan. Like, that's, that's to me what the Kansas City Chiefs are now. Stacey, so, like, what can teams like the, Bear, like the Bears, right? They, they, you know, when you say things like, and we all agree, right, like, don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. He is going to be there. So what can teams <laughs> like the Bears or, like, any other team in the AFC do – to try to, you know, combat what is happening right now in Kansas City? Well, I mean, like, so when I look at like, the Bears, Ryan Poles, right, he was part of drafting Patrick Mahomes. So I, I really do feel like the Bears are going to draft a quarterback. And the most interesting part of, I would say, Ryan Poles right now is, like, what was that process like when he fell in love with Patrick Mahomes? with Brett Beach and the entire organization in Kansas city, because they had 
basically they had fallen in love with Patrick Mahomes back into his high school days. So I am very curious to know which quarterback the Bears have fallen in love with. Like who has Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham, who have they targeted, you know, uh, going into this draft process? I, I'll be at the Combine in a week and a half, and it's going to be really, I, I, like, fascinating to see which quarterback they have really is it is it Caleb Williams? Like I don't know how you guys think, but I mean, who have they sat down with and fallen in love with for not just the last year, but like really the last five years? Because that's what that's what these evaluators do. They go back, they go into you know the history books with these guys, and I'm just really curious to know which quarterback it is. I think Caleb Williams had him at hello. <laughs> I think he's going to have him at hello, Stacy, because right? it's easy to fall in love with that kind of accuracy, that kind of ingenuity, that kind of improvisational skills. Look, I understand they might find out that, you know, he once insulted uh, his prom date or maybe he was <laughs> this rude. And boy, he that that fingernail polish color was a bad choice fashion wise. Right? But come on, the guy, the kid can play. I think that's going to be the conclusion and I think it's going to be an overwhelming conclusion that he is the guy, and they are going to say, we fell in love with him the first time we saw him on tape. Right. Yeah, but, like, Patrick Mahomes is so gifted. Who would have thought that way back when mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes was the target? Right? John Dorsey? Like, John Dorsey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tenth overall pick, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of alarming, like, when you think about how a quarterback can fall like that. Mitch Trubisky went before him and the evaluators in Kansas city nailed it. So like what is happening in Chicago? Is it Jaden Daniels? Is it Drake may? Is it Caleb Williams? I mean, I like in my preparation for the combine, David and Gabe, like I, I literally, I put together probably 75 cards on every, all the top players. And I kind of marry it with, our, our guy, um, Daniel Jeremiah, who's incredible, like he's a great evaluator, and I marry it with that. And, like, I am wondering now, there's so many quarterbacks at the top of the list. <laughs> like, which one do the Bears like? Because when, I, when I've talked to Bears officials this past season, they have met with every single one of them, and they have spent time with every single one of them. And they are doing their due diligence, and rightfully so. And like the 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 craziest thing to me is the fact that people think the Bears are not drafting a quarterback. Like that that's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. There's no debate, right? There's no. I don't believe there is. Like I I mean I I Justin Fields is awesome, but like he has ten wins in three years. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's, why, you know, well, that's why what you say, Stacey, is, is interesting, right? Because it, it, that, that is the mystery. What are the Bears going to fall in love with? Is it pocket presence and quick release? Is it arm right. angles and, and incredible throws? But in your opinion, what should the Bears be falling in love with? Um, in my opinion, it's winning. It's, it's, um, taking care of the football, like simple things, the things that like, like Patrick Mahomes, when you look at his playoff run, he didn't turn the ball over one time. Like he had zero interceptions. In fact, like this past season, he had the most interceptions in his career during the regular season, but he didn't do it in the playoffs. Like, it's simple things like that, like the ability to possess the football in playoff football. I mean, you know, the things that like throwing into tight windows, maturity at the position, being able to process like every single week, being able to process what the defense does and capitalizing on it. Like those are things that when I look at quarterbacks now, like I, I'm, I'm watching all these videos, YouTubing all the quarterbacks. I look at their presence. I look at how they speak. My favorite quarterback coming out last year was, there, there were two actually, Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud. Their presence was so profound when I listened to them. And so I'm looking at, when I go into the combine, I'm looking at who's real, who is sincere, what genuine qualities do these guys possess? Because I think like when you look at somebody like Patrick Mahomes, like obviously he's got it, but it's there, there's an uncanny presence about them that speaks to you. And so I think like Ryan Poles in his meetings, like he's sitting down with these players and he's looking at them and listening to them. And I think he's probably looking for similar things. Stacy, speaking of greatness, Need to ask you about this, given your background. People know you as an NFL Network reporter. Maybe they forget that you were quite an accomplished basketball player in the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, played for the Chicago Sky. Caitlin Clark is about to make history tonight. She is Mm -hmm. eight points shy of breaking the all-time NCAA record. Home game for Iowa against Michigan. It's on the Peacock Network because she is instant – ratings she is the biggest attraction in college sports how do you put into perspective what she has accomplished and what do you think of her game I think she's incredible um I will give a shout out to my Sooners though beating Baylor uh (laughs) last night so (laughs) you teed me up of course of course thanks for channeling me there David you're welcome. Um, Caitlin Clark is incredible. Um, I, I was really disappointed with Cheryl Swoops, actually, um, a couple weeks ago when all that came out. Like, she's not deserving of all the records she's nailed and this and that. Like, you know, when Cheryl Swoops was a baller back in, like, the early 90s, I was lured to the Big 12 because – Texas Tech, Marsha Sharp, Cheryl Swoops, like they had won a national championship. I don't know if it was 93, but um, I was like, I got to go play in that conference. Now you're seeing players want to go play in the Big Ten, right? I mean, Iowa, um, Coach Bluter, like 
Coach Bluter is amazing. And she gets a player like Caitlin Clark, and now she's known. So now more players are going to go to that conference. More players want to play, want to go to a team that was nothing at a, a certain point. So, like, to me, when I think about, like, Caitlin Clark, I think of, like, putting Iowa on the map. And now players want to go play there. And that changes the tra- tra- trajectory, if you will, of how women's basketball players coming up in the system want to go play at different places. That's how you get parity. So for me, that's like, that's the impact that Caitlin Clark has. Stacey, do you think a lot of people talking that, you know, she could potentially come back next year uh, just because, you know, NIL money make more than she would in the WNBA. Uh, Do you think she'll just go ahead and start a professional career? You think she'll come back for one more? Oh yeah. I think she's going to the WNBA. And in fact, like, I think that um, it's, it's silly that WNBA players can't go um, to the WNBA. Uh, excuse me, college players can't go to the WNBA when they want to. Right. Like, men's right. players can, women's players can't. Like, it's it's stupid, honestly. So I, I, I get the NIL thing. Like, trust me, back when I played <laughs> – yeah, if I could have made some a little bit of cash, like I, I was, uh, you know, I went to Oklahoma when I was 17 and I had no money and I never asked my parents for a dime and our per diem was not significant. So I'll just say that. <laughs> and the Indiana Fever already counting on her season tickets. So she's going to Indy, baby. She's going to be a member of the Indiana Fever first overall pick. Well, you know what? I, we're not far. I'll go watch her play because she's that good. Me too. I'm all over that. Stacy. you are the best. Thank you so much. Get your rest. You certainly have earned it. We always appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Start boning up for the combine because it'll be here before you know it. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks, appreciate Stacey. you. Stacey Dales from the NFL Network. Quite an accomplished women's basketball player.